And so, yes, I think at 22, it was a story. Okay. But it's based on real life. So I've had, I've had the thing, I've had the seed for longer than that. So is it based on a true story or is it strictly fiction? <laughs> it's fiction. It's fiction. So the book is about a pact that years down the line, the person comes to collect on. Oh, and okay. the pact portion of it is based on real life. But everything that comes after that is all fiction. Okay. Um, so yes, so the story has been in my head for about 10 years and it took me probably four to really flesh it out and finish it. Welcome to Unstoppable. Are you tired of inspiration and ready for action? Are you ready to study the process of success? My name is Ralph Graves Jr. And on this show, we will hear stories of amazing people who are not just dreaming, they're actually living the life they want. Now, if you're ready to start moving toward the dreams you know you can reach, you are in the right place. This is Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast. I am your host, Ralph Graves Jr. I'm so glad you guys chose to uh, listen to this podcast today. And I try to bring you, um, you know, some folks here that I think that uh, you would enjoy talking to because I certainly talk enjoy talking to them. And today I have none other than one of the finest authors I have ever met. I have ever read. I have the pleasure of knowing her name is Janae Padilla, and we're here to talk about her latest book, One Fine Day. How are you, Janae? Hi, everyone, and uh, Ralph Graves. I'm <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> I'm so glad that you came on to the program and and uh, and really dedicated some of your time to the podcast. I know that you're busy. You got a lot of things going on. Oh, so and busy. I, and I will reveal how I know that later on in the podcast. But okay. you wrote a book, One Fine Day, a thriller. Um, but before we before we talk about the book, and I'm sorry if you hear all that stuff in the background, ladies and gents, I'm, I'm by a window. But if before we talk about the book, I want to talk about um, bitch being a writer. Mm -hmm. um, you're you're a young lady. You're a young woman. Um, what what how, how did you how did you what was this desire to to write and then we'll talk about the genre and things like that later on what what about where did this desire to write come from um okay yeah just really just coming out the gate there with the tough questions <laughs> um the desire to write came from just wanting to be expression like just to express myself um i used to write poems I used to journal. And so just writing was something that I always just did. And then, you know, you live and you realize you can tell stories with the writing and you just you just do that. So it's just been a way of expression for me for my whole life. And so you started writing at a young age then? Yes, I actually my first uh, award was in second grade. Wow. I wrote a poem about rain. And I still remember the poem. Please, if you will allow me to recite it for you and your audience, I can do that. Well, please do, because I, I, I don't remember a thing from second grade. But go ahead and recite the poem. <laughs> so the poem I wrote was called, you know, Rain. Uh, rain, rain is a pain. It makes things sticky 
and it makes you complain. It makes it cloudy and dark and miserable on an arc. That was your second grade poem. Yes. What what grade did you receive for that? Oh, well, I it was a poetry writing competition. Did, and you won it. Okay. Yeah. I want, and I still have the ribbon because you know how in grade school you would make those books. Yeah. I well, still you know have what? that book and I have the ribbon in it with my picture and all it was, it was, it was news. So you showed signs at a very young age that uh, mm-hmm. writing was something you were eventually going to do. Yes. Something of a prodigy. Yes. Now, did you, did you write throughout high school? I actually can't remember. I think all throughout high school was my reading phases. Okay. Um, other than, you know, angsty poems, I mostly was uh, journaling and reading. I remember like my freshman year of high school, I read almost 100 books in the wow. in the school year, not wow. the calendar year, the school year. What's that about? Eight so, months. Wow. Yeah. Eight or nine months. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I think high school, I was doing more... Um, journaling and reading. So the the reading, did that help your your writing style? Style? No. No. But it helped it helped to shape, you know, my vocabulary and give me understandings and different points of views about things that maybe I hadn't exactly lived through, but mm. I had read enough about it where I could kind of glean things from here and there and put it together and put it into something that was original to me. Well, let's talk about writing styles. I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think a lot of people know. I know I didn't. I just write. I, I couldn't even categorize what style I write in. I'm, I think I'm with you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what What are the writing styles? And, and I, you just said you couldn't categorize what you write in. I know that you wrote a thriller, a suspense book. Mm-hmm. Um, but even talk to me I, about that. I don't, I I don't know much about writing styles in general. I don't, okay. I don't. I don't understand what that means, like what your style of writing is. I don't know if they mean like what genre do you mostly write in or if they mean style by like the tone that you use when you write. Like, you know, some people write humorously. Some people write um, really straight to the point. Some people are very poetic. So I'm not so I don't understand the word style to know (laughs) how to answer the question. Okay. Well, your book is doing, I, I I went on online, your book is doing great on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, this one fine day. We're going to talk about it. Every time I look, it's four stars, it's five stars. Yeah. So I, I don't, you know, it's, it's amazing that, um, I won't say it's amazing that it's doing well because you're just, you're a, a wonderful writer. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you, how would you encourage someone who wants to write, you're still, you're a a young woman, Um, someone in college, someone in high school trying to figure it out. Um, You went to college, but, you know, I know for a fact writing wasn't your major. Well, it was, though. I don't know. Okay, well, maybe this is story time for you as well, but. Oh, yeah. Drop it on me now. It's over and done. I've been graduated from college for like 10 years almost. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But. I went to college as to pursue film and interactive media. Um, I remember that. Yeah. How to write uh, screenplays, how to produce a movie, all of that. But the reason I did that was because I didn't want to be an English major and write and do that kind of research. Okay. I strategically chose um, 
film and interactive media because I knew that it wouldn't be research-based. It wouldn't be real life based. It would be all based in fiction and movies and okay. entertainment and that creative side of it. Okay. So I definitely went the route of film and interactive media and screenwriting as a major, oh. as opposed to being an English major. Okay. Now, are you interested? Would you have you dabbled in or, or are you thinking about writing a screenplay? Could you, I know it's something you probably could do by reading the book. I, I think your book will probably become a screenplay or movie, but that would be great. And I could do it. One of my favorite things to do was adapt uh, scripts or adapt scripts from novels or like okay. pieces of a book and make it into a script. That was one of my favorite things to do. I love doing that. Um, but yes, I do know how to write screenplays because that's what I actually studied. So I first wrote a screenplay before writing a novel. Will we see a screenplay in your future? I hope so. Why not? I wouldn't say no. That was, a, and that was another goal of me being a writer. I just wanted to sell the things that I wrote. I didn't care what people did with them afterwards. Like yeah. when I was like, when I was studying to be a screenwriter, I was like, well, I hope someone likes it enough to just buy it outright and then oh. they can do whatever they want with it. Like I ghostwriting, all that stuff. I'm here for it. I just want to write. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's your passion that you knew you were born to write. Yeah. Born to write. And and so let's talk about the book. There's so many other okay. things we, we're going to talk about, but let, let's talk about this one fine day. Now, this the first question I have is, how long was this story in your head <laughs> before you decided to make it a book and share it with the world? Okay, okay. So the story was in my head for a long time. I'll say about 10 years. Wow. Wow. Um, and I have to 10 keep years, but you're so young. Like exactly. you're, but I you're talking say, like you're 50 or something. You're young. I'm 32. And so, yes, I think at 22, it was a story. OK. But it's based on real life. So I've had I've had the thing. I've had the seed for longer than that. <laughs> so is it based on a true story or is it strictly fiction? Um, <laughs> it's fiction, it's fiction, but there's a, there, like the, the, the biggest part of the book. So the, the book is about a pact that, that years down the line, the person comes to collect on oh, and the, okay. the pact portion of it is based on real life, but everything that comes after that is all fiction. Okay. Um, so yes. So the story has been in my head for about 10 years and it took me probably four to really flesh it out and finish it. Okay. I, I know you have a copy of your book right next to you. Hold it up so that I my do. viewers that are watching and if you're, if you're listening, I want you to go on the YouTube or wherever this is posted. There it is. One fine day, Janae Padilla. Thank you. Cause I, I want, I want you to know um, when you go to Barnes and Noble and Amazon, which book to look for. So let's talk about the story. So you said that the, the pact, it was something that, uh, you know, you 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 kind of based it around. Let's talk about the characters real quick. Give us a synopsis of the book and the characters. Give me get wet wet our whistle. Wet wet the whistle of those who haven't bought it yet, so they can run out and get it. This is the hardest part about talking about your book for me is the synopsis. <laughs> what I want to do is just give you like <laughs> the straight rundown of it. No, 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 because then I, I 
No, just give me a synopsis. What are we looking at here? What's going on? Okay, so we have Charlotte, and she's about to get married, and that's all she wants. She just wants to get married and live happily ever after and be done with it. The American dream. That's it. That's yeah. she has no she has no further <laughs> aspirations <laughs> just to get married. So she then has her wedding, and one of her wedding guests is an old friend. Um, and she's surprised to see him, but then he doesn't leave. So this he is Jesse, their childhood friends. Oh. He's invited to the wedding, but then he won't, he he doesn't leave afterwards. And Cherry, that's Charlotte's uh nickname in the book. She keeps running into him after the wedding has um ended. Coincidentally. And yeah, yeah, just you know, just <laughs> Coincidentally, keeps running into him. Yeah. And it's just the unfolding of him trying to get um, her to agree to the terms of the pact that they made. Wow. Okay. That, that, uh, trust me, I've read it, ladies and gentlemen. It's exciting. It is a page turner. It really. I do is. think it's exciting. I do. Like, I do. And I, I you know, I'm excited about it because well, you got a smile all over your face. So I know you're excited about the book. I just can't believe I actually wrote it because you, when you were introducing me, you said her latest work, like this is the first thing. Well, that's the latest. That, it's that, not, I, could, well, yeah, I know it's not the first, it's not the first thing I've published, but it's the first thing that is, was my idea yeah. to publish. Like, you know, I had articles and stuff like that. And yeah book reviews and movie reviews, because again, I just like to write. So this, but this is the first thing that was incepted in my own head and, yeah. and really worked on by me. Let me, let me, me. Let, let's switch gears. What advice would you give to a writer, young or old, it doesn't matter, oh, yeah. a writer. Um, I got writer's block. How, how do I get through this thing called writer's block? Like, how do I maybe prevent it or how do I get through it? Uh, so I think writer's block is a myth. Um, and but, not but so many, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to pause. So many people talk about it. It can't be a myth. I, well, that's why I rename it. I re I have renamed it. And actually on Instagram recently, you can follow me on Instagram at here to read. Um, but <laughs> on Instagram, I had seen, you know, uh, someone that I had followed who was writing and she was talking about that she had experienced writer's block. Yeah. And I was just like, I've renamed writer's block to writer's break. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not blocked. I'm just taking a break. <laughs> Say so. All right. All right. Because well, how do I recover from the break? I've, I've come to a point. What, what did you do when you, was there ever, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, was there ever a point in writing the story that you didn't know which way it was going to go. Like I had it, I got it all up to here. I don't know if I'm going to go right or left with that, or I'm just, I'm, I'm, I have a break. How can I tell, or you, I don't call it a block. We'll call it a break. All right. We'll rename it. But I've been break now for three weeks, four weeks. Mm -hmm. How to recover from that? Well, one, I think I have a, a couple of different things that I could do or have done um okay. reevaluate if it's actually something you want to write for right. one right because if you're struggling to write it they're going to be struggling to read it that's just <laughs> that's just that's just me like that's awesome um, that's awesome um 
so so make sure it's something you want to write. You're going to struggle regardless. But if it's that hard, if you're like, I just like, okay, take look, look at what you're writing. Do you do you care about this subject? No, yeah. not really. Okay, great. Put it down and do something else. Um, so that's one way. But if you are interested in what you're writing and you still are finding yourself like just like coming up short, um, I would say to while you take the break, you know, you, know, you just put it away. But keep thinking about it. Okay. If, if you said, you know, you don't know if they were going to go left or right, I would, you should be pretty comfortable with your characters mm-hmm. where you can kind of like have a conversation with them. Yeah. At, like ask them, what do they want to do? You know what I mean? Like you're creating yeah. this yeah. character, you've created these characters, you've created a world, a situation, talk to them. They they should be living in your head because you are their creator. So I, I think writers understand what you're talking about. I yeah. think you do. Yeah. So talk to them. Ask them what what do you want to do? And because a lot of times um, we can get caught up in, you know, you have a certain story you want to tell, uh-huh. but your characters have decided that they want to do it a different way. So okay. you have to listen to your characters because they're the ones that are doing the thing. You're you'll frustrate yourself and end up writing in circles if you're trying to force something that doesn't that doesn't work. So I would say, you know, just take a break, get up, walk, go do something else. Don't look at it for like a week. Right. But come back ready to keep going, even if what you end up writing is bad. You have to write to get through. I I feel like you have to write to get through the hump. How many how many. um... How much time every day do you write? I, I I read something that writers should write at least 10, 15 minutes. Do you write every day? And if you do, how much time do you spend writing? I mean, even if it's just about nothing, but do you do you spend time writing each day? Um, no. I don't write every day. Uh when I was writing the book, I did write every day. Okay. Because I had I knew what I was writing about. I wanted to keep going back. And my stopping points the night before were points where I knew I wanted to come back and get and keep going. But I don't write every day. I think I definitely write four or five times a week. All right. Um, But not every day. And it depends on what I'm writing that will dictate how long I'm writing. When I was writing one fine day, I would block an hour, hour and a half to write. Whether I was typing that full hour, hour and a half, yeah, who knows? But I was stationed in front of my computer for ninety minutes okay. to write. How long did it take you to write one fine day? I think it took. Uh, ooh, okay, it started as a screenplay. And then I went back and rewrote it as a novel. So I would say that it took, it didn't take me long once I really buckled down. There okay. was there was a point where I was kind of just dilly-dallying with it. I was just, I was rereading it is what I was doing. I was rereading the screenplay and I was, I was saying to myself, wow, this is really good. Wow, I really like this. And then I said, oh, why don't you rewrite it to make it into a novel? And I said, self? That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. So yeah. 
so after I I read it because I haven't I hadn't even finished the screenplay. That's why the idea is so old because I never finished it. Okay. I kept writing and rewriting and reading and then stopping and then thinking about it and then rereading and then rewriting and then stopping and then forgetting about it. So it was this vicious cycle that I had caught myself up in. Yeah. And so I finished a reread and said rewrite it in a novel form. Mm-hmm. And then I actually did it. And I think it took nine months. Okay. So the nine month period, you write it mm-hmm. after after experiencing the things you experienced and you self-publish. Can you tell us about self-publishing? Because someone listening is thinking about self-publishing. First of all, if you're listening and you and you have a book inside you and you haven't written it, write it. And and, yeah, just and go ahead and write it. And Janae will give you all of her stuff at the end if you want to want her to email you. But talk to us about the self-publishing process after you found someone. Talk, talk to us about that. So first, before I even started looking for self-publishing companies, I finished the manuscript. So finish because, it first before I yes. can shop it. Okay. Yes, just finish it because <laughs> you want to make sure that you're happy with your product for me anyway, I wanted to make sure I was happy with the story and finished it to the best of my ability before putting new eyes on it. Um, so finish, so finish the manuscript. They're going to ask you that anyway, they're going to ask you, so are you done? And if you say no, they're going to say, okay, well go ahead and call us back (laughs) (laughs) when you're finished, which makes sense. Like I'm a publishing company. I can't publish something that's not done. So you called them, you, you called them when you were finished. You called Mm -hmm. a publishing company. Did you do like a Google search for publishing companies or? Yes. I Googled, I Googled a few self-publishing companies and I found some did quick review of their website, did a quick, you know, looked at their reviews online kind of a thing, but I didn't look at too many because I know I'm like, um, I don't want to, I didn't want to be spoiled for choice. So I just wanted to find three or four and then knock it down from there. Sure. So I found one called Palmetto Publishing in South Carolina. I reached out to them. They were very uh, nice, informative. She answered all my questions before I even told her that I would go with them because I was, you know, that was part of my uh, shopping around process was to call them up and see what they had to say. A couple of them wanted me to become like one of their writers, but it was a lot. It was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, um, uh, what's the word? Commitment. But okay. they weren't telling me if they were actually going to like publish my book. And I yeah. was like, like they wanted me to go through their school, which, you know, sure. But I, I didn't want that. <laughs> so right. you find the one that you want to yeah. do. So with Palmetto, uh, we came to an agreement and they sent me over a contract, you know, signed it, had my lawyers look over it, signed it, sent it back. And we got the ball rolling. They were able to give me a timeline from it was it was May it was May to September okay of, of 2023 that my book was in the process of being published so it was it was fun they it was they did everything for me they yeah. came up with my um my cover they came up with my cover design they had me fill out different questionnaires to see what they were going to include 
um, on the back of the book. They set up keyword tags for me. They got me online for Amazon and Barnes and Noble and set up an online payment portal where like my royalties will come in. They did the whole, they did the whole thing for me. Wow. Wow. And I thought it was a blast. I loved checking my emails to get updates from the editor with their changes. Of course, they, they would send you their notes and things that they would suggest you change, whether you changed it or not. It was a suggestion, a suggested change. And I did take some of their notes and did make little tweaks and little changes here. But, you know, for the most part, if you know, if you know your voice and you know what audience you're trying to reach, those kinds of things you can either take or leave. But they offer, you know, their their advice. Great, 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 great. You know, so I think one of the things I want to get across to the listeners is especially whatever you're trying to do, whether it's writing or whatever business you have you know, um, you have to invest in yourself. You have to make, you have to believe in yourself. I mean, um, if you listen that the publishers didn't call her, she called the publishers. There's a cost associated to it and with it. And, um, I think that's awesome that you bet on yourself and it has been a hit. Um, and I just really, I really admire you for that. That takes courage. That takes courage. And, uh, I had the pleasure of being at your book launch and, um, you had a lot of supporters out there. I did. And that's another thing about, you know, if you're trying to self-publish and you don't quite think you have an audience, you you do. More people support you than you think. And I can say that confidently because I'm not a very loud person when it comes to talking <laughs> about stuff that is that I'm doing kind of like if I'm asked, then I will tell, but I'm not the one to just shout it from the rooftops that I'm doing something. Yeah. And so when I sent out my invites for the book launch and everything, I was kind, I was a little bit surprised that every that the people showed up. I was, I was like, wow, isn't that nice? <laughs> the same thing <laughs> well, happened. The same thing happened at my wedding. We yeah. were, we were not expecting every person that was invited <laughs> to show up to our wedding yeah so people are people do uh support support what what you what you do when you when you put your all into it well i i know one thing um not only the folks who love you support you but a lot of a lot of folks you've never met the book and i don't like to call them strangers because once you buy the book you they kind of know you a little bit a little bit yeah yeah they kind of they kind of know you um, the book is fantastic. Hold it up again. One Fine Day by Janae G. Padilla. Janae, will there be a sequel? I've gotten that question so many times. And well, you got to give us an answer. We want to answer on the Unstoppable Podcast with Ralph Graves Jr. Will you make, will you write, will there be a sequel? Are you going to let us enjoy a sequel? Are you just going to, is that it? We don't see Jesse no more. Is that it? That's That's it? I really don't know. <laughs> You're gonna leave I really, just, like that, I really don't. I really don't. Because when I was publishing it, when I finished it, I was, that's it. You know, I was just like, no, this is, this is, this is it. I, what else do you want? It's over now. Yeah. He's <laughs> but, such a, an, an interesting character. Don't, don't just let him die. <laughs> well, well he, he's not. No. <laughs> 
Just don't, we want to see him again somewhere. And I could, and I could, because I know we talked about this before. I I could probably make this into another another book, if not a third. If I really, if I tried, I would have to try really hard to write a trilogy. I don't, um, I don't think you'd have to try that hard. I think you, you are, you are not giving yourself the credit that you deserve. Um, your abilities are are fantastic. I gotta I say this. To you. That. I gotta, I gotta. Go ahead. Well, well, I've read, you know, I've read it, obviously. Um, and I, I sometimes I'm surprised at myself. I'm just like, that was a good line. Like, yeah, uh, I I yeah. do think I'm a very good writer. Yeah, you are. You are. And, um, you know, um, who do you where do you think you get your writing talent and inspiration from your mother or your father? I'm going to say grandmother. On my uh, <laughs> on my maternal side. On your on your what? Maternal side, Shirley. I I got it. Amen. All right. Very good. She wrote she wrote poetry, but I think both of and both I, I understand. I think my... too. I think too. Wasn't there another? Um, ladies and gentlemen, I might as well just tell you that this is. I'm gonna tell them this is my daughter. <laughs> that's why we're having so much fun i'm so proud of her uh janae g padilla is my daughter and i thought i could trip her up and i thought i that you know this she was all, she's the middle child and she could never never decide who she wanted to if me and my wife drove separate cars she would stand in the parking lot and cry because she couldn't decide who to ride with <laughs> so i asked her who yeah. where she got her talent from and that was a very smart answer very smart answer. And we know that um, you come from a very talented, uh, uh, some writers on, on, on your mother's side and, and your, your mother's father's side and your mother's mother's side. So yeah. we, we thank God for that. Now I have to share with you, Janae, I didn't know if you knew, um, you are the 100th episode what? of Unstoppable Podcast. And I wanted to save that for my daughter. Round of applause, everybody. My daughter is, is the 100. I'm so proud of her. I'm proud of all of my children. And, um, uh, you know, Tina and I are proud of all of our children. And uh, uh, we wanted to save her book for the 100th episode. And I thank you for taking the time to sit and talk to your old man, not just about uh, family stuff, but about what you love to do. Um, we've watched you grown up. We watch you do more reading and writing than anything else. And I'm not surprised. And I know the best is yet to come. You are truly unstoppable. You really are, Janae. So hold on to that. You and um, you have a fantastic husband and, and Chris, and that's a whole different podcast there, uh, how you guys met. And and uh, it's crazy, you know, preschool to now, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we thank God for that. Um, Janae, tell your tell my listeners where they can find you, how they can follow you, um, how can they connect with you. Tell them where you are. Where are you? I have yet to make a author website for myself, mm -hmm. so I have an email and an Instagram. As I mentioned earlier, my Instagram is uh, at here to read, so it's at here underscore to read. Um, and then you'll see my face and then you'll know it's me. It also we can direct me. message you on that if we need mm -hmm. to. Okay. And then my email is Janae Padilla at, uh, oh wait, no, Janae Padilla 416 at gmail.com. Janae Padilla 416 at gmail.com. Where can we get the book? More importantly, we'd love to talk to you, but I want to buy the book. Where can we get the book? 
So you can get this book, One Fine Day, from Amazon.com uh, or BarnesandNoble.com. That's where it's available. And I'm in my local library oh, as well. That, yeah. Hey, writers, once you write a book, Get in the local library. That's it. We could spend another 15 minutes on that, but I've got to let you go. You Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for doing what you do. Will you come back to the program? I might. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you do. I, I really hope you do. Guys, you've been listening to the Unstoppable Podcast. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. Um, you too can find me ev on every social media platform there is uh, at Ralph Graves Jr. And uh, there's some products out there, some things out there. But thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for being so kind to us to where we made 100 episodes. I never thought we'd get here, but uh, we are here. And it's because of you guys, the listeners and the viewers. Janae, thank you for being a part of the program. And guys, remember, keep doing what you know you were purpose to do. And let's be unstoppable together. God bless. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Unstoppable. If you like this show, my only request is that you share it with someone you know who needs to hear it. A huge part of the journey of success is doing it in community. So I want you to share this episode with a friend of yours. And if you want to get in touch, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Ralph Reigns Jr. with one thing you loved about this episode, and I will make sure to give you a shout out. I'll see you next week on Unstoppable.